calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Buongiorno. What's new with you? Um, not much. Can you hear my neighbor lawn mowering in the background? Okay. One second. No, I can't. Okay, perfect. Because I can't control that. I can turn off the fan. I can shut the windows, but I can't be like, hey. Stop mowing Stop mowing that lawn over there. Could you imagine? Our neighbors were using a chainsaw the other day. Actually, it was um, yesterday when Marty was hungover. <laughs> Love You're that for like, Marty. I'm like, but how how are they doing this? It's and then I look, I'm like, yeah, it's 4 p.m. on a Saturday. That is not an inappropriate time. <laughs> no, no, I don't no, no, not at all. Oh my lord. How are you? Oh lord. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Enjoying the sunny weather, light, living life, living oh. my life. In your hammock. You know that's where Hell I've been yeah. all day. I better be. <laughs> if I hear you're anywhere else, if I hear you're relaxing anywhere else at any point in time, no, no. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Honestly, Watch I feel out. like that's just, that would be Justin being like, I got you that hammock, and now you're not sleeping in it. And you're not even in it. And you're reading a book on the sofa. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's what it is, it would be like. Oh <clears> my god. What so are you what, reading? No, what you reading? <laughs> Oh, okay. 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 I have some juicy reads. Tell me all about them. Okay. I'm reading a book called You've Reached Sam by Dustin Theo. And oh, so many tears. It is just a big old sad book, which I figured it would be, but like, it's a lot. Essentially, like if this happens immediately, but the girl's boyfriend dies. And she feels like a lot of guilt around it. Like it's her fault. Um, 
but she's able to talk to him in the afterlife. And it's just, and neither of them under, it's not like hokey, like neither of them understand how it's happening sort of thing. And I'm so curious as to how it's going to end, but yeah, but I'm also, oh my God, I'm really excited about this. I'm also listening to The Huntress by Kate Quinn on audiobook. It is so fucking good. I like don't it's I think it's like 18 hours of listening but I can't stop I'm like already almost done not almost done but like halfway through because it's so good you're, you're like no sleep until this book is done honestly and but the narrator day. is like she's killing it like she's such a good narrator because there's nice. like German accents and like Polish accents and like Russian accents because during the war right Kate Quinn right? classic yeah yeah um and she's just killing it. Highly recommend the audiobook. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. you should listen to this one. I don't know about it. Maybe it could be your first. My first. My first. My first, first audiobook. My first audiobook. No, no. Okay, no. tell me. What are okay. you listening to? Are we- I'm, I'm reading You Think It, I'll Say It by Curtis Stittenfeld. Stittenfeld. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just a collection like it? of it yeah I, I needed something that was um short it's a mm. bunch of short stories so I'm oh I love that yeah yeah so I am enjoying that I needed something to just like cleanse my palate after some stuff so yeah 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 mm-hmm. that's Good. I love that because you feel accomplished each time you finish yes. a short story, right? Exactly. And I think, yeah, I'm, I, I think I've only got 25% left. I'm looking at the book right now. Whoa. You're yeah, a speed reader. Flying through it in my hammock. Stuff. Words to read. Words to read. Yes. I just can't stop looking at Bowie in the back, making biscuits <laughs> on the bench. Oh. Oh, she's just having a snoozer. Yeah, she's, she's doing a snoozer. snooze. Yeah. I, I realized, I think she's 14. I think I've been saying she's 13 for a long time, but I think she's 14 now. <laughs> Girls had her birthday. You got to let her know. I know. She's just an old little kitten. She's snoozing, yeah. having a snoozel. She's doing a little snooze. She was making biscuits to get comfy. It was cute. Oh, but now she's comfy. Yeah. No more biscuits. She's no more biscuits. Awkwardly. Yeah. Yeah. As cats do. Into the abyss. Into the abyss. Exactly. <laughs> Chantal's doing a really good cat stare. <laughs> well, we've got three else? new babes. I want to. Holy yeah, crap. Three. Three. Well, we were. What do they we want from us? We weren't here a lot. <laughs> what do they want from us? <laughs> They were wondering where we were last week. They're like, what the heck? Where Probably. are you? Yes, tricked ya. Took the week off. Bye. Okay, so I want to say hello to Michaela, Lindley, and Kate. <gasps> Another Kate? Yeah, a name Spelled twin. like me? Spelled, Spelled like, like me? you. Yes. Oh, hello, Kate, and welcome, and also welcome to Lindley and... Michaela. Michaela, welcome. Hi to the squad, but especially Kate, because I'm Kate too. <laughs> Name twin. <laughs> Name twin. I wonder if we have the same birthday too. 
Could you imagine? imagine? Doppelganger. I don't know what I'd do. I'd be like, do I have a secret twin? Wait, that'd be weird if we were secret twins with the same name. That would that'd be, be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would trip me out. Are me you a Virgo? Too. Let us know, Kate. Yes. Oh, not me. <laughs> new Kate. Yes. Yes. New Kate. Okay. Okay. Not OG Kate. <laughs> not the original. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what do let's, you think? Let's talk about this book. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Okay. I am... Okay, I read ahead because I did a U and was like, I don't have to take oh. notes. I don't have to oh, take notes. Oh, you got too excited. Because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep reading last night. And then I was like, oh, shoot. No, I'm ahead now. No. And I stopped reading <sighs> like okay. halfway did through the chapter. Yeah. No, I stopped reading exciting? halfway through, okay. through the chapter. So it's all good. Does your um, ebook tell you the chapter number at the top as well? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like in the real book, there are no numbers. Oh, so yes. some yeah. people might be confused. Bamboozled. Sorry. Even. Count them up. Just like stacks. Yeah. Count stacks, them up. 10 stacks, grand. 50 grand. 100, 100 grand. grand. Fuck it, man. Let's just not Let's even not discuss even it, man. Oh, <laughs> this is Drake, baby, yeah. in the house. <laughs> We're OVO bitches. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. Um, did you take notes for the prologue? I did take a little, few little noties. Do you want to, did you? Do you want to? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because I'm one. I'm odd, oh. baby. <laughs> You're, you got that right. It's true. Um, also, we're reading until 10. Yes. And also we're reading The Last Thing You Told Me by Laura Dave. 
Oh, yeah, I guess that's important too. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Just pick up whatever book and read till 10 and then maybe see if this <laughs> yeah. matches up at all. <laughs> and if it doesn't, it's like you're reading another book. Exactly. So good. Yeah, you and can check that out. Maybe you'll have an out like like an outsider's perspective mm-hmm, because yeah. you're not consumed, right? Like a therapist. Mm-hmm, yes, exactly. Just <laughs> R- Ruby's the therapist in that chair in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's Ruby in the back being a therapist. No, Brandy's the therapist. We already established this. this Boundaries. Bark at a bitch. If a stranger comes too close, no. Bark. <laughs> Always bark. bark. Immediately. Okay, the prologue is short and sweet. We meet... Owen and Hannah. We find out that Hannah is often forgetful, distracted, and misplaces things. I'm not sure if that's something that we need to keep in mind for later. Um, Mm -hmm. She has a dream that they're back in the parking garage on their first date. um, And Owen takes off his ring and says, now you've lost me too which is interesting. Eep. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Chapter one. This is what's happening. So it starts off and Hannah, it's from Hannah's perspective. She's saying when someone opens the door and their life changes forever, that's what's happening right now. And then I think that chapter may have, or there was like some sort of reference to this is why you don't ever open the door. (laughs) Or maybe that was just a personal note, but like, (laughs) I don't open the door. (laughs) Don't open it. I will stand in the window and watch the person before (laughs) I open the door. (laughs) You gotta Um, suss out the sitch honestly so she opens the door obviously (laughs) and it turns out that it's a 12 year old girl and she's dressed up for soccer and she asked for mrs michaels and although hannah never took owen's last name they are married so she's like she must be looking for me obviously um she was 38 when owen and her met and they have been married for a little over a year um Her husband's daughter is named Bailey and she is 16. We find out that they've had a really, they had a really rocky start and it just really hasn't gotten better. So that super sucks for Hannah. (laughs) Um, The girl in the soccer uniform hands Hannah a letter and it's got Owen's handwriting on it. And then she just like pieces out. And we also find out that like Owen paid her $20 and handed her the notebook in the school and it was nothing was adding up. Actually, at this point, I thought that Owen was a teacher because teacher. I was Me like, too. why else would he be at the school? Right. Like yes, I thought he was yes. a teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm happy. I'm not alone there. Cause I was like shocked Same. when the other stuff came up. I was like, yes. Aren't you just a teacher? <laughs> Same. She, Hannah can't figure out why Owen would get a child to bring her a note. Nothing is making sense. Um, they, they also live in a houseboat, which is kind of cool and interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that will come back around, but it seems to be Mm -hmm. sort of like a a anchor. Hey, an anchor to the book. Punny. Um, he asked the girl to bring the note. He, she gave, he gave her the address and $20. He said his phone was broken and that he was in a super rush. Um, and when Hannah opens the note, all it says is protect her. That's like not it? even love you no. or like 
you didn't have time. Uh, sorry yeah <laughs> you didn't have time for like a few extra words like come on yeah anything please protect her please and thank yeah where's you. your manners <laughs> where's your manners rude, rude two boy. plus two is not equaling four right now no and I feel awful for Hannah because that would suck I'd be pissed I know me too I think she is though yes so we figure we find out a little bit more about Owen and Hannah's how they met um it was two years ago in New York in Manhattan specifically we find out that Owen 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 and Bailey (laughs) that they all live together in a small northern California town called Sausalito and that Hannah turns wood (laughs) just like her grandpa which is really cute. Oh, that's cute though. Yeah. Yes. We do find out that she was raised by him and that her parents were really not interested in Hannah and taking care of her. So they've left her. Um, but Hannah and her grandpa, I think both, well, we find out that they both agree that it's a better, they're better off just with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Hannah's happier, which is so yeah. cute. Yeah. Hannah is happier and thrives more in the stable environment that her grandpa offers um, because he's kind, makes her dinners, um, reads stories, and he reads stories to her. And he, most importantly, she, he lets her watch him work. Mm. Um, We find out that um, Hannah is like I said, a wood turner and her work has even been featured in architectural dye dress, which I mean, that's the dream. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and this helped her find her niche among like the rich people. Um, and that's how she met Owen. His boss is a client of hers. Um, he owns a tech firm and Owen and his boss was in town and they needed to check up on a project. Um, and Owen is mesmerized by all of Hannah's work, but Hannah is quite confused by his appearance. Appearance. He's like a surfer business bro kind of looking guy. <laughs> surfer business bro. Love that. Yes. Um, he's interested in one of her pieces, but it's not for sale. Um, he wants That's to know her work table. It's hers and not yours. Touch my stuff. Don't touch my hands. Hands off. Don't touch. Hands off. Um, she insists that the table is not for sale, and he wants a lesson. So, like, he wants to get to like he's not wanting to leave. Essentially, he wants to make conversation. Um. Then Hannah's like, are we actually, so they have some back and forth and then Hannah's thinking, are we actually talking about the table? Are we like insinuating something else here? (laughs) Um, So she straight up says like, I don't date clients and Owen's response is I'm not a client. Goodbye. See you later. (laughs) She, yeah, she's feeling drawn to him and doesn't want him to leave, which is strange for her. He, she's very drawn to his smile. So she makes up an excuse and is like, wait, this is for Belle, even though it's not actually for the client (laughs) at all. Um, And we find out 
that she was actually engaged for two years and called off her wedding two weeks before the actual date, which is Eepers. that's Eep, a lot. Which, yes, I mean, which, oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, mixed drinks so about she, those feelings. <laughs> <laughs> she's so she's feeling a bit. I guess I can see why she's feeling hesitant to maybe fall into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he, Owen tells her that I don't date either because I'm a single dad and, um, yeah, I don't date either because I'm a single dad, but my daughter will kill me if I don't go see a play while we're here. And then Hannah and him to go on a not date date. Then we come back to kind of like present day where Bailey is asking where, her dad is and because he he was supposed to take her to play practice um they end up having like a dinner showdown bailey and hannah where you can see that they really don't get along um and she says that i'll take you to practice but he's still not there when they're ready to get picked up and her first question is like where is dad she's frantic all right so it's 8 p.m and there's still no word from owen um hannah's waiting for bailey she calls owen again and she leaves him a voicemail we find out a little bit more about owen he is in fact not a teacher he Uh um is a part of it says that he had but i think he's just a part of it i'm not entirely sure but a tech firm called the shop um and in her news that she's scrolling on her phone while she's waiting and there was a big old raid at the tech firm today the ceo his name is avit thompson is in custody for embezzlement and fraud just a little casual em- That's a embezzle yeah. <laughs> just a little just casual just casual. um we find out that before avit was caught he was planning on fleeing the country and going to dubai so I Oops. feel like that does not help settle Hannah's fears about where the fuck Owen is. No, no, no. Um, this is not this is not good. This is not good. She's like, oh shit. So everyone who works for this company had come from bigger companies like Facebook, etc. Um, and they all ended up having to take salary cuts, but they took the cut in exchange for stock in the company. Um, and it was because they all believed in what the shop was doing um they potentially essentially they're making some sort of software that allows you to like privacy privacy online yeah 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 Yeah. um just get a vpn like come on (laughs) don't be a dummy (laughs) um so she goes hannah goes to look like up more information online but then bailey comes out and bailey is really upset and she hands Hannah a duffel bag full of money, which was left in her locker earlier by her father. <laughs> well, um, suddenly, right? Suddenly it's all clicking. He must have left the note with the soccer girl while he was there dropping off the money. Um, Hannah doesn't know how to feel about any of this. And she just throws up instead. <laughs> Honestly. Like, yeah. Same. Same. Girl, same. Um, when they get home, Bailey asks if she's gonna puke again because this might help, and she busts out a joint. 
and that we find out that she probably got it from her boyfriend Bobby I think that that was put there just to see that dynamic between Bailey and Hannah where Hannah is so conflicted about whether or not she should be like a friend or uh, Mm -hmm. like a step parent Parent so she's struggling usually she would just like hand that off to Owen but he's obviously not there so she's like what do I do and then she ends up taking the joint because she's like no you can't just show me that and then whatever yeah um we find out there's at least six hundred thousand dollars cash and counting in this duffel bag uh bailey is obviously upset about it hannah says that they'll make some phone calls and figure this out and bailey's like bobby's coming over (laughs) which she sounds kind of like um remember that in an instant book that we read with Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. yes yeah daughter and the boyfriend it like has Mm -hmm. a vibe like that which is not really great right no we found out what happened there when push came to shove so yes (laughs) that was not great um suddenly Jules who is Hannah's BFF arrives um we find out that she's super lovable even Bailey likes her which seems to be like Mm -hmm. uh like a a I don't know show of character like show of yeah exactly yeah Yeah. exactly um and she's just a comforting human but the first thing she says to Hannah is it's all my fault what excuse me Jules you can't just say that but no so we we find out that Hannah and Jules met in a small town outside of New York City Hannah's grandfather had moved them there from Tennessee and Um, Jules's parents wanted to move out of the city they met at their first after school job which was dog walking hell Um, yeah they went to different schools and so that's when they started telling each other everything because it feels like they're almost like a stranger because they're not in their everyday life but they are in each other's Mm -hmm. everyday life so Mm -hmm. they just um tell each other everything made the vulnerability easier yes yes exactly yeah um and they still do tell each other everything so they think um so of course like this there's this theme of protect her through this whole few chapters so far um because she's watching bailey and bobby and she's wondering like what does harmless look like um should she be protecting bailey from bobby she's kind of conflicted on like how to actually be a parent which understandable Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so sh- they're also wondering, like, why hasn't the police contacted them yet? Or somebody from the shop haven't contacted them. They're like very confused by that, which also mm-hmm. why hasn't anybody contacted them? I, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's obvious by the look on Jules face that she has something to say. Um, so Hannah tries to start the conversation and straight up asks like how is this your fault um Jules explains that she knew something was up when she got to work this morning because her co-worker Max was excited about something and that always means that there's bad news mm-hmm. apparently Max knows some people um and knew that there was something going on with the shop and about the raid that would happen that day I think Jules is a reporter. Is yes. That... Sorry. Yes. Yeah. She's an yeah. investigative yeah. reporter. Sorry. Right. I did leave go. that out. Yeah. Yes. Um, so 
He knew about the raid and that it would happen and that he also knew that the FBI had been investigating them for over a year for fraud. Um, Jules explains that they had been falsifying financial records to buy time to fix the software issues because they had been selling stocks touting this privacy software and a lot of people had bought in and in fact the loss is almost a half a billion dollars just a couple little millions or whatever (laughs) shit so (laughs) hannah's trying to process all of this because they also own stocks so now Mm -hmm. she's wondering what they're gonna lose and she's also feeling maybe a little bit hopeful because if Owen knew, then why would he invest in the company? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she's feeling a little bit hopeful that way. Um, because she feels like she knows him yes, and she can't yes. believe that he would do this and like actually mm-hmm. leave. So yes. she's hella conflicted. Like she still wants to be like, oh, he's innocent. Yes, he didn't yeah. know anything. He's tied up in something. Yes, exactly. Because she keeps saying like, he wouldn't run away because he would face the music essentially right so like he wouldn't be leave something else exactly yes there's got to be something yeah. else um but like let's be real that math they've known each other for two years true like how true. how well does she how actually well? know him this is true right exactly um so they're speculating and maybe he Owen did what Avit did, which was buy stocks to keep the price up. But this doesn't sound like Owen. Um, Jules also um, explains that the senior staff were in on this whole um, fraud conspiracy um, and or they looked the other way. But Mm. we find out in this moment that Owen was the chief coder at the company so it's not looking good (laughs) yes so then it comes out during this Hannah's still like okay like I this isn't making sense like why do you think that this is your fault but then Jules drops the bombshell that her and Max knew about the raid ahead of time and that they were sworn to like I don't know secrecy I guess about it Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. they got the story, essentially. They broke it before anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this information, Jules called Owen to warn him. So now it looks like he's on the run for sure. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like kind of bad for Jules. Like she's probably yes. just like trying to, like she's like, this is my best friend's husband. He yeah. should know. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, Maybe yes. she shouldn't have said anything, right? I don't know. Yes. But Jules, it's obvious that Jules is not convinced um, of Owen's innocence um, because he didn't ask Jules any questions. The only thing that he asked was, How long do I have? Eep. At least fake it, man. He doesn't have any first. So things we're learning about Owen. He has zero manners and he doesn't know how to fake it. <laughs> no, no, no. What are you talking about? What? Right? What? Mm-hmm. Oh no. That sounds that sounds awful. <laughs> how long until they come? <laughs> you know? So easy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. 
All right. So this is just a short little chapter and it's 24 hours prior to what's happening now. Um, Owen and Hannah are sitting outside eating Thai food together. Apparently Hannah really has a tolerance for spice and Owen does not. That's kind of funny. Um, they ask each other what the most favorite part of their day was, which is really cute. Um, and they just do that little, like they're just having a little moment. And also what we find out here is that Hannah feels like Owen isn't really helping to mend the bridge between her and Bailey. And I don't know if he's actually not, or if she just feels that way. Perceiving it. Yeah. 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 Hopefully like later on we'll find out, but also our favorite thing to comment on like communication <laughs> like if she just literally said those words to him maybe things would change literally, but, literally you know yes. Jules ends up leaving at 2 a.m um no one can sleep um on the way out Jules did ask though you kept check separate checking accounts right <gasps> so now Hannah's thinking why, about Jules? that why yes yes <laughs> So at least they can't freeze her funds. Hannah's funds is what Jules is thinking Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But after they left, obviously she's like fixating on everything that's going on. I mean, rightfully so. I don't think anyone would be able to sleep, but she's like, Owen requested that I had my own checking account. So that's keeping her like, she's not knowing which way to go. Like, is he guilty? Is it not? Maybe Um, he did know. Yes, exactly. Jules tells her also that they followed the money um, and she did end up keeping something from Jules and that's the bag of cash that's now hidden under the sink. The duffel bag. Yes. I mean, a duffel bag full of money is never, never an innocent. Mm -mm. (laughs) Yes. I can't think of a time. Yes. And she knows that it makes him look guilty. So that's why she doesn't tell anybody about it. Um, She says that she knows Owen and that he would never run, even if he was guilty, because he'd never leave his daughter um, unless he had to. So Hmm. that's giving her question and pause to what's going on. Um. She feels like she has spent her whole life needing to pay close attention to like cues and everything ever since her mom left. Um, And it again confirms her suspicions that Bailey's the only reason he would leave. Um, In the morning, Bailey is super scared, obviously. Um, She even like lets Hannah come and try and talk to her in her room, which is not the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah's trying to decipher, help her decipher Owen's note to her. Um, and she's kind of stuck on a line that says, you know, what matters about me. And she tries to tell her that I think that it was like a miscommunication. Bailey is like, no, I know it means something. I don't know what though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, what about all that money? That's like not coming back money. The amount of money that's there yeah um and in this moment she's feeling like very lost in the parenting department um and she's missing her grandpa because he would know what to say in this situation yeah no oh, sad <laughs> now we're kind of going back to 
before some some context some backstory so we find out when hannah was moving to sausalito she made it very clear to owen that she didn't want to have to move bailey out of the only home that she'd ever lived in um so she moved on to the houseboat with them and she made a point of not changing anything in the houseboat except for the bedroom that her and owen shared and the front porch, which she added plants to, and she built a little bench um, that became quite special to her and Owen, like almost a little bit sacred. Um, so she's bringing out the trash. Now now we're back. Now we're back to Flashback breaking to reality. News. Oh, there goes something. Oop, there goes Mom's spaghetti. Um, and she's bringing out the trash, and there is someone leaning on that bench. And she's like, what the fuck? Right? And he's, they they start talking and she finds out that his name is Grady Bradford and he is a U.S. Marshal. He apprehends people who defraud the U.S. government. That's probably not who she wants standing at her door after her husband goes missing. (sighs) No. Get him out of here. So he, get him out of here. So he wants to talk to Owen, Owen, but it seems he doesn't want to talk to him is what he tells Hannah. And she's like, join the club. (laughs) Um, He insists that Hannah goes for a walk with him and she doesn't really want to, but she feels obligated to. He's brought her her coffee just how she likes it. Um, So obviously Grady has done some research. She finds out that he had just asked the barista like about them and what she ordered, which is weird, but he is a U.S. Marshal. So he's just doing his job. Um, So she obliges and goes for this walk. She decides not to fill Grady in on the notes that neither her or Bailey received or the money. Um, And she's doing this until she's figured it out for herself. So essentially she lied to him. Um, I kind of understand that, like not wanting to disclose it until she figures it out. Like that makes sense in a way because essentially she's trying to figure out, is my husband a bad guy or a good guy? Right. Like she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to say something about the money and then have like, when you get into, when you were like younger and you'd get into a fight with a friend or like a boyfriend and you wouldn't want to tell your parents because you didn't want your parents to hate that person. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's kind of the dynamic that's going (laughs) on. Although she probably shouldn't shouldn't have lied to the U.S. Marshal, but like, mm, I don't potato, know. potato, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Teach <laughs> <laughs> their own. Um, Grady doesn't like, or Grady doesn't think that she's reacting appropriately to her husband's disappearance, so he's on to her for sure. He knows that she's uh, withholding. She's had some beans, yeah, yeah withholding. Um. Their exchange is very awkward between the two of them. He tells her that she needs to get a lawyer um, and that he's pulled some strings somehow to make sure Bailey stays with her. As we find out, Hannah really doesn't have custody of Bailey at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And he also says she needs to get a lawyer for that very reason as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also find out that he's done the string pulling so that Hannah will trust him. Like he wants to have, Mm-hmm. He, he wants to have Hannah as an ally, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's kind of smart and he's like a younger guy and he's mm-hmm. kind of charming to yes. Hannah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he says if she does hear from Owen that he can help, 
and he gives her his phone number, which is kind of sketchy. I don't know mm-hmm. if he can help. Yeah. Um, and then right before he leaves, he tells her that Owen isn't who she thinks he is, which seems to be a the undercurrent, the undercurrent of the book. It's the string that's holding the whole thing together right now. The whole thing together, like one of these, a marionette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that? I don't know how I feel about it. Dee do dee do dee do. Okay, so Hannah takes cute but dumb. Cute but dumb. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no. Okay, so Anna, Anna, Hannah takes Owen's laptop in hopes that she's going to find something, and she's headed to her workshop. She's breaking in. Mm-hmm. She's breaking in. Um, she's thinking about on her way to the workshop. She's thinking about like what's Grady's deal. Then she's like going over to their their conversation, wondering if she slipped up and maybe gave some extra information that she wasn't intending on. And yes, and she's vowed that she's going to figure out what's going on with Owen before she talks to anybody else. But to do that, she needs to see Owen's best friend, shitty Carl, who knows to see if he knows anything. And also he's a lawyer. Yeah. Uh. Um, she knocks on the door. No one's answering. Eventually he answers and tells her to essentially scram. He, she peeks in and sees that it's actually his daughter's birthday. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> which and, she was invited to. Yes. Double which her, her and Owen were supposed to be invited to. She apologizes profusely, but Patty asks her to step outside to chat. But as soon as the door closes, and she's sweet as pie, sweet as pie. But as soon as the door closes, Patty is pissed because Pies. Owen has lost all of their money. <laughs> Boinks. They invested Whoopsie. all of their money into these stocks. That is not good. Um, but she- also, like, that's their fault, too. Honestly. Come on yeah. now. Yes. Like, don't. Yep. Don't trust your friends. <laughs> Wait, I have this great, I've got this great investment that you need to check out. Don't trust don't your know. friends with your life savings is all this, I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Not your life savings. Yes, like, yes. I don't know, $5,000. Sure. Because it's not okay. going to like ruin your yeah. life if you don't get it back. This your life true. savings. Don't do it. Don't um, do this it. is tips from a financial advisor, Caitlin. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best financial advisor i know thank you so, thank you so accredited much. you're accredited in everything and like you did all the work for it yes School. i know so so many things about financial advice yes mm-hmm. yes <laughs> um and so patty's pissed and in fact she says tell owen to tell owen to go fuck himself if you talk to him goodbye and she leaves. goodbye but also um carl is shitty because he cheats on yes. his wife all the time shitty carl yes. that's garbage like while she was yes. pregnant mm-hmm. yes. garbage yes. <laughs> shitty carl shitty carl um she's not done with them yet because she thinks carl knows something by the look on his face apparently um mm-hmm. 
she's gotten into Owen's laptop and she's looking at photos of Bailey and Owen's first wife, Olivia. Um, Then she finds a folder called the shop. And in that folder is called something, a file called latest will, which makes Hannah nervous, but she finds out it's Mm -hmm. the one that they signed right after their wedding, but she feels like there's something new on it. And somebody named L Paul, but there's no phone number or address. Um, and she's made a note of to try to find this L Paul person. Yeah, who done? How are you who just dat? gonna find a random person? Like, yeah. good luck. <laughs> New will. Who this? <laughs> you can't even find your husband right now. <laughs> 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 new will who this new will who this good luck good, good, luck. good luck um you're a wood tur- you're a wood turner <laughs> you're a wood turner not a detective <laughs> um then all of a sudden there's a female voice that says learn anything interesting and lo and behold Whoa. it's the fbi the fbi the federal bureau of investigation Mm-hmm. Why? There's why there's why two they agents why? there, and she can tell by the way they're talking to her that they already think that she's hiding something. Essentially, which she is. <laughs> which I mean, valid. They're asking the same questions that Grady is asking, but they're a bit more hostile than Grady was. Um, the only mm-hmm. question that they asked that was different was, "Have you talked to your client, Bell?" which is Owen's boss's wife. Abbott. Abbott, yes. Abbott, Abbott, yeah. Abbott, yeah. Um, she hasn't, she tried calling, but there was no answer. So she tells them no. Um, they tell her that they also want to talk to Bailey. She says, no, you're not allowed to talk to Bailey, but they're like, I don't care. <laughs> they're like, we're the FBI. Yes, exactly. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but we're the FBI. <laughs> Yes. Um, so then this is when she explains to them that she's not answering any more questions because she's already told what she knows to the U S marshal. And they're mm-hmm. like, um, excuse me. What now? Who? Who's the this? <laughs> yes. The who? Um, the what? The who and the what? Who is this person? Um, and at this point she tells him, tells them both that, he, the U.S. Marshal Grady, had a, instructed her to get a no, lawyer. She doesn't tell her that his name. She says she can't oh, remember right, his no. name. Yes, she does. She, now she's that. just yes. like digging your own fucking hole. Like she's yes, just like yes. keeping all of the secrets. She, she, yes, exactly. Sorry, but she did say that he, Grady, told her to get a lawyer, and she's pretty much saying goodbye will talk to my lawyer essentially. And that's what she's working on, on the laptop, finding a lawyer. And she says, she says, that, no, she says that her, she says that her lawyer is based out of New York. Yes. 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 And then New York lawyer. And then she needs to make a phone call. <laughs> it's got to make a phone call. So mm-hmm. after the FBI agents leave, Hannah pieces out from her shop she's like mm, no gotta go holds the laptop super close to her chest like this is her lifeline to owen essentially 
Um, everyone watches as she walks by and she starts thinking about when she first moved to this community, which all the lake boats are essentially a little bit of a community and they're very tight knit and they don't necessarily welcome new people. So she feels like they had all judged her then. Um, they couldn't believe that like the star bachelor Owen chose to settle with a carpenter who, which is what they call her, who doesn't wear makeup or like she seems just like super down to earth. Right. So they Mm -hmm. judged her for that. And now they're judging her for this too. So she's essentially just feeling like a fish out Mm -hmm. of water. Mm -hmm. Um, so she gets home and she calls Jake Anderson, who just so happens to be her former fiance slash lawyer. Oops. (laughs) Hello. Um, he answers, he knows exactly who it is. His voice takes her right back to all the time that they had spent together. Um, she remembers that when she called him to say she was getting married to Owen, he said that they'd end up together in the end anyway. So he wasn't really concerned. We do find out that he has since been married and divorced and he thinks she's calling him because she needs a divorce lawyer. She's like, nope, and tells him the whole story. And she knows that on his end, he's starting to map things out because she knows how his mind works. Um, kind of sounds like maybe she should have just like ended up with this guy, but who, who am I to judge? <laughs> maybe, maybe not somebody who's um, embezzling money. <laughs> who's left you with their 16 year old daughter who literally hates your guts in a community where everyone judges you and also hates your guts. Cool. Yes. Cool. 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 Yeah, cool, 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 cool. No problem. Um, he starts giving her advice and tells her that they are going to show up with search warrants. And if there's anything that implicates her, she's got to get it out of the house now. Hmm. Like maybe that big old duffel bag full of money. <laughs> I don't know. That cash. Yeah. Like where do you even put that though? Where do you put Honestly, that? Honestly, keep it what in do you your do? car. I don't know. No, I don't know. Search that too. I guess. Yeah. You'd, you'd have, have to find like, a good go holdy and- hidey hole. Yeah bury it somewhere or something because you don't want to just like it's in theory if she wanted to have um carl and patty on her side she could just bring it to their house and be like this is for you do you still hate me (laughs) like honestly who knows though okay um jake says that if owen isn't running from the shop he's running from something that could implement him um and he has a really good private investigator that he's gonna get on it so this kind of helps Hannah feel a little bit better Mm -hmm. um he tells her not to answer any numbers that she doesn't recognize uh and to call to answer his call like keep his phone close because if he calls her she needs to answer right away um and Hannah thinks about if Owen got a burner phone and she's like but what if Owen calls me and he's like Owen won't be calling you it seems like he knows like he this this isn't his first radio he knows Mm -hmm. like something's up yeah yeah um jake tells hannah that she needs to stop saying that owen is innocent and that instead she needs to say that he is quote not guilty because when she said when people say that other people are innocent it makes them sound like an idiot and that most people are quote guilty as fuck he's saying it how it is he is saying it how it is and he's helping her which is yes. a really interesting dynamic because it's mm-hmm. her ex-fiance who's clearly still in love with her because when she called him, he said, don't worry, we'll end up together. Yes. And now he's got to help her because her husband is missing. 
Yes. I wonder how that's going to unfold. Yes, I am quite interested to know. Um, So then we rewind in time to six weeks ago. (laughs) Owen suggests that it's time they're overdue to go on a vacation. So hell yeah. They're talking about where they could go. And Hannah mentions that she has this wood turning thing going on in Austin and that he should come with her. But at that mention, he she feels a shift in him. And he suggests that they go to New Mexico instead, that he hasn't been there since college, which she mm-hmm. finds interesting because he apparently went to college in New New Jersey, which is obviously very far apart from each other and he's like she's like you drove all the way to new mexico from new jersey in college weird like for Uh, a little vacation yeah exactly weird she finds that very suspect um they're kind of talking back and forth and owen's very like closed off about it and giving very little information and it's weirding Mm -hmm. out hannah And eventually he says that all of this conversation is bringing me back to a weird part of my life, which is interesting. And Mm -hmm. Hannah Hannah tells him that, you know, you can tell me anything, right? Like, I really don't care. Like, tell me your shit. Uh, It's not going to change how I feel about you, essentially. Mm -hmm. And he just says, okay, thanks. And that's the end of that conversation, which is very strange. <laughs> yeah, not suspicious at all. Don't be suspicious. But she's just like, oh, well. Okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's just Owen. He's just being Owen. He's just being a weirdo. <laughs> Typical right, Owen. So what kind of role do you think Bailey's going to play in this? I think. Do you think do you- they're going to be friends in the end? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I think they'll get to that. Do you point. think they're yes. going to take the six hundred thousand dollars and just scram sandwich, scram sandwich? I was wondering what up was up with that Grady guy. Yes, is he actually like a U.S. marshal, or is he like somebody who's trying to get her help from the shop, or Owen's hired, or something? Right. To like I help her along. Yeah, that was my big question mark was what's up with this Grady guy but maybe he mm-hmm. is just what it is on face on the surface well, the, like F- face value. the FBI was like shocked that a U.S. marshal had come by mm-hmm. that's so, why I started questioning yeah. yeah and I thought it was weird that he was being so kind to her and not pushy yeah yeah and, like that's true telling her what she needs to do so anyways my that was my big question mark was what's up with this Grady guy yeah and they keep saying that Owen isn't who he thinks or Mm -hmm. she thinks he is true I don't know that seems weird like I don't know much about embezzlement but like it's different than being a murderer yes you know what I mean like I feel like you could forgive that if you found out like yeah sure they imploded their your life and everything but like they didn't kill Mm -hmm. somebody Yes. And so technically like, they do still have a lot of money in cash. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is like, uh, mm. for people to say he's not who she thinks he is, I feel like there's mm-hmm. gotta be more, like there must oh, be something yes. more than him just being an embe- like embezzling or 
fraud or whatever. Yes. Yes. Right. Obviously the thing about his past and his comment about the past was intriguing. Like it's Mm -hmm. setting up that there's something big in his life that nobody knows Mm -hmm. about, or most people don't know about kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, he even says it to Bailey in the letter. Yeah. 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 True. Bailey maybe be, might be the key. Maybe she's the key. Oh, I had this thought while you were talking about Bobby Maybe Bobby's like a Mr. Big and he's trying to get information like he's undercover because there was a comment saying that Owen didn't trust him or like wasn't sure. And I would thought, oh, well, it's because like the dad doesn't want somebody like a boy dating older boy dating her, his daughter. That was my thought. But maybe he's like undercover. Like Jamie and Firekeeper's daughter. Yeah exactly like that oh my god maybe who knows yeah I guess we'll have to find and but like also why did Owen does it not feel kind of calculated that like Owen like narrowed in on Hannah at like her shop and whatever Mm. I don't know Mm. I don't know yeah like why was the chief did he purposely choose her Mm. true very interesting like, why was the chief coder with his boss on a trip to New York when they're from California? That's also yeah, that's sus. Weird. Yeah, that's also weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, questions. okay. There's Maybe little, we'll find little out more next week. Little flags and little herons everywhere. Little herrings. Red flags. Red flags. Little, little herrings. All right. Okay. Goodbye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.